everyone. Welcome to Backstory Sessions. I'm your host, Matt. We hope you enjoy this episode. Trampled Rose Rescue, and 
they got this dog she rescued the other day from a dump site, and my heart was just like, I want you. But right now, um, we're just a little too swamped with, with work and school and stuff to, to take on another baby. So my two giant knuckleheads and my, my cat will we'll just have to do for now. Aww. And they're all doing yeah. well, I imagine. Yes, they're just as goofy and silly as ever. And um, our Dax, our, our most recent rescue, he just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And every day I wake up, I'm like, did you gain 10 pounds while we were sleeping? What's going on? I mean, he is just a giant goofball. And I think he's now, he now outweighs me, I think. So it's, wow. it's so cool to watch him thrive from, from where we got him when he was abused. It's, it's just so amazing. And Matt, do you have any questions before we get into, uh, you know, the acting and the things that might be going on career-wise? Is there anything from the past episode that you would like to catch up with? No, I'm I'm interested in what's happening. You know, what uh, what prompted the move to Louisiana? Oh well, you know what? I actually I, I moved here right before COVID hit, and I am I am so happy I did. Uh, I had been living in Los Angeles for about 20 years, and I was just ready for a change. Um, thankfully, we are at a point, uh, technology-wise, where you can audition from anywhere. Um, you know, as long as you've got a camera and internet, you can you can put yourself on tape and, and meet with casting directors and do Zoom calls. And once COVID hit, you you know they they stopped doing in-person auditions, and so I found myself at a point where I could move to a new location where I've always kind of wanted to explore and, and still be able to maintain my career, which is really exciting for me. I just, I needed creatively, I felt kind of stifled and I just needed a new atmosphere. I needed a new environment and um, moving down here uh, has just been absolutely amazing. Um, I mean, New Orleans is Hollywood of the South, you know, alongside (laughs) of Atlanta. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not missing out on too much. There's a studio right down the street from where I live, and, and you know, there's all kinds of productions. So it's, it's, it's the perfect change that I needed. And I'm closer to my family, so that's really important as well. It's awesome. Yeah. That's really the best of all the worlds put together. Exactly, exactly. Plus, you know, there, there was a boy involved, and so now we can, <laughs> we can start our life together without having to be bi-coastal. So that's nice as well. <laughs> that always is nice. Um, yeah. So what has been going on with the career? Um, the movie. Oh, um, so last. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to ask you this. So the movie had, I think, just come out when we last interviewed you. And I, I was curious how it, um, you know, how it was received. What was the feedback that you got after? Um, you know, I have been pleasantly surprised by the feedback. Uh, everybody seems to really love it. It really seems to have touched uh, a wide variety of people. Um, even my neighbor, who is someone who you would never think would watch a film like The Cricket Dance, called me up and was like, oh, my God, I love that movie. <laughs> he said, really? You watched it? He's like, yeah, absolutely. So I've been pleasantly surprised by the the feedback that I've been getting and, and the warm regards that I've been getting. So that's been, that's been wonderful. That's been a really great, um, wonderful surprise. Uh, even, like I said, even people that I didn't think would be 
would be attracted to a film like The Cricket Stand have have walked away really glad that they watched it. So so that's been really nice. I've been I've been really excited about that. Well, I, I thought it was really a very a very good movie and so I'm glad that Thank you. It's reaching like a lot of different audiences that maybe um, like you said, you never expected even to show an interest in that. Uh, but I think when if they exactly. just give it a chance um, and start to watch it, then they'll be like pulled right into it, to this story. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So what is new after that? What What has been going on in the acting world or performing or writing? I know you, I think, expressed some interest in um, creating some projects and writing so yes yes so I'm, I'm still writing and you know the thing that we love to say in Hollywood is just always hurry up and wait so you know you're waiting you're waiting you're waiting to hear about this you're waiting to get this done you're waiting to do this and then all of a sudden it's like okay hurry 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 we've got a pitch we've got you know people interested and so it's the whole first part of the year has been a lot of that it's been a lot of hurry up and wait so I've got a couple projects in development that um, we've been, you know, talking to studios and whatnot. And so uh, that's kind of nothing that I can talk about too much, but, you know, it's all looking very positive. I'm very optimistic, fingers crossed. Um, and, you know, but it, it's just in that kind of holding pattern of going back and forth and, and discussing and negotiations and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's basically this year has just been a lot of hurry up and wait so far. <laughs> And so what is like a typical wait time? Because, you know, I know like as fans, probably you don't think about like, you know, all that it takes to get uh, on screen or on TV. So um, what is kind of the process so the listeners will know what what you have to go through? You know, I wish there was a typical wait time. Unfortunately, every project is different. Um, it's so much of it is dependent upon, is it a studio project? Is it an independent project? Uh, are you starting from scratch? Is the project being brought to you? You know, all these different variables that go into play. Um, with the cricket stance, for example, they, prior to me coming into the project, they had been working on that for, I want to say, close to six years. before I even got attached to the project. So, you know, these things can take a long time. And then there's some who, um, you know, somebody likes the idea right away and they're like, look, I've got this chunk of time coming up. Let's get it done now, you know, and it could be super quick. Um, It just, it's so much is dependent upon um, parties involved. Is the money already there? Is it, like I said, studio or independent? You know, all these different, do you have the locations? Do you have the, materials do you have the filming equipment you know there's there's so many different things and so it's so hard to kind of gauge a a roundabout number um it's just always so dependent upon all those different variables so who knows you know who knows and now we're living in in such a different world because there's other hoops that we have to jump through regarding covid regarding safety regarding health issues so you know all of those variables come into play as well so everything's kind of readjusting if you will so I don't, hopefully it won't be too long before the ball really starts rolling, but, um, you know, I'd, I'd rather do it right than quickly. Um, so do you see some signs that things are moving in a, 
I guess, a less restricted way um, concerning COVID, or is everything still kind of very, uh, very protected? I, I personally, um, what I have seen and witnessed, everything's still very protected. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot at stake if anybody were to get sick, if, if one of the lead actors or actresses were to get sick or the director, uh, it, it would shut down production essentially. So that costs you a lot of money. So there's yeah. still mainly all the protocols are in place from what I, I've been seeing. Um, and I think it'll stay that way for quite some time. Yeah. Oh, so what's life like um, coming sort of out of the pandemic? Do you see that like on a personal level when you're out and about in stores or, you know, just doing your daily kinds of things? Um, yeah. Yeah. Like you a know, whole um, different I, world. It, you know, it's been really interesting. It, it, depending on what community you're in, um, you know, some people are a lot more cautious. Some people just don't care. And, you know, and, and I'm fine. Look, if you want to wear your mask, wear your mask. I'm going to wear mine because I'm auto, uh, I have an autoimmune disease. I'm immunocompromised. So I'm just going to protect myself a little bit, a little bit better. Um, you know, I've always been that hand sanitizer person who constantly puts hand sanitizer on their hands. So that's nothing new for me. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think a lot of people are really wanting to just get back to normal. But unfortunately, I don't think there ever will be a normal again. I think this has kind of changed the way we as a community and we as a society are going to function. Um, I, uh, I personally, you know, I was always a homebody. So me having to stay home during quarantine was a non-issue. I was kind of excited. I actually got to be a hermit without somebody being like, stop being a hermit, Kristen. (laughs) So I was okay with it. Um, I didn't mind it at all. Uh, you know, but, um, I think, I think a lot of people are, are, you know, kind of just getting back to their normal routines and, and really kind of just trying to ease back into some sort of normalcy, if you will. Um, and, I, and I think that's great. Dude, as long as you're, you're being safe for yourself and what you need, I think that's great. So, wow. so you moved from L.A. to Louisiana, New Orleans. And um, so I, I assumed you had been traveling back and forth a little bit before you moved there. Um, what was the biggest, like, I don't know, was there like a culture shock kind of thing for you at all? You know, that's a great question. I, um, my family lived in Florida. I grew up in, in, uh, Florida the majority of my life. And so moving to LA was, was an interesting move when I was, um, when I first moved there. And then I was continuously going back and forth. So I've kind of always had both worlds if you will, at play. Right. And so coming to Louisiana was not, was not really a culture shock. Um, I, I think just being in a city that's just as creative and just as full of, of art and energy, maybe even more so in, in just kind of a different way. The, the, you know, the music here and the architecture here and just the community feel, the vibe, all of it is just, it's, it's, different and it's its own thing it's very hard to explain but i absolutely love it i absolutely love it um you know i I, one of the first things that happened when i moved here uh i was going for a a walk with the dog and uh and the man over on uh (laughs) over by the lake and somebody actually walked by us 
stopped and said, hello, how's your day? And smiled. <laughs> and that was, that was a shock to me because you don't get that in L.A. People walk by you like they want to murder you. They stare you down, you know, or if they talk to you, it's what can you do for me? Those are the only two things that happen. So for somebody to actually just stop and say hello with, with no ulterior motive and with a smile, that I was sold. I was like, I am so glad I moved here. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Do you, do you find it as do yeah. you find it as like a little bit slower? <coughs> Excuse I me. No, that I would say slower. I, I I would say there's just a different energy. Okay. It's just the pulse of the city is just different. It, it's a little less. And I don't I don't I don't want to use the wrong word and offend anybody because I I love LA. I, I lived there for 20 years. It will always be a home of mine. I mm-hmm. love people that are still there. I I do want to go back and visit, but I think maybe here it's just a little more laid back, a little less. People just don't care about the same thing. They care more about their neighbor and the the feeling and are you having a good time and the energy and the vibe and that kind of thing i think la they're they're uh the things that they care about is just a little different yeah okay if that makes sense yeah and uh pro- probably a lot of uh ghost hunting opportunities <laughs> oh yes oh yes there are plenty of those i have i have frequented some pretty haunted places and and you know i just love going to the cemeteries they're absolutely beautiful as as i'm sure you know everything is a above ground here because we are actually uh new orleans as a city is actually under sea level so everything floods so you can't you can't bury anybody underground so the cemeteries are just these beautiful mausoleums and and these graves and they're just the architecture is just gorgeous so it's it's a really beautiful city yeah, as I recall, uh, it, I, I was at Mardi Gras, and what I can remember, it was uh, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, having moved here before the pandemic, I have yet to actually experience the Mardi Gras. Because <laughs> the first year I was here, um, it actually it was right when the pandemic was kind of starting, and I was still in the process of moving, so I just didn't have a chance to go experience any of it. Mm-hmm. And then the following year, it was canceled. And then this year, I've, I wasn't able to go either for various reasons. So I, I have yet to experience Mardi Gras. So one of these days, I'll, I'll finally get to a, I'll finally get to a parade. Yeah, it's a must do for sure. Kind of like going to Vegas. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Kat, what else you got? Well, so I'm just curious. Um, as the year progresses, like, um. You know, is there any new interest um, that you have as, uh, that you didn't have maybe the last time we talked? Well, I can tell you this. My um, my significant other is in the process of getting his pilot's license, and I am very excited to kind of learn some stuff in that genre and maybe follow behind him and get mine. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's been, my father was a pilot in the Air Force. Uh, for he, he was in the Air Force for 30 years, and so I've always been around planes, and I've always been flying. I, I'm always traveling. I've always had had an interest in it, but this has really seen the the in depth process of learning how to fly and and all the things that go into it, and and listening to everything that he is learning. I think 
um, I think it's absolutely fascinating, and uh, and and I may actually follow in his footsteps. And I, I wouldn't want to go all the way to commercial. I would just want to get my private license. But it it it's so it just looks like so much fun. I'm so fascinated by it. So I might you know down the road a little bit when I have some free time, I might kind of venture into that world a little bit. Hmm. That's cool. Well, that's very cool. Um, <laughs> And I can see uh, you can wave like when you fly over something. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, we interviewed her once. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Absolutely. Twice. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, so we have added, so we've had a little change too. We've added um, ask a question. So Matt and I both have a question. And you get to choose whose question you want to answer. Can I? Hello. <laughs> oh my God. They're like, I don't know. <laughs> we are all still here. <laughs> I know. It's like a sound effect of. <laughs> Or maybe it's a sign. I don't know. I but, don't, uh, don't know, but uh, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> All right, Kristen. So you get to pick between Cat's question or my question. What do you think? Boy, that's a tough one. Um, oh shoot! You know what? I will go with Cat's question. Let's see what <laughs> Are you sure? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm second guessing it now. But yeah, I'm going to stick with it. All right, so I actually have two. Do you want question okay. A or question B? Let's go with question B. Okay. I, I find this one interesting anyway. So, if you could relive one minute, so only one minute of your life, but you get to relive it every day for the rest of your life. So, let's say at like 9 o'clock or some appointed time, you get to have one minute of your life, um, you know, relived every day. What moment would you choose? When I went skydiving. So, um, would you take, like, before you jumped, like, would you keep that part of that in the minute and well, then down for which part of the minute would it be? No, I would take once because we you you would free fall for about eight seconds, eight to ten seconds, and then the parachute would deploy, and that probably that eight seconds and then the parachute part is what I would take because that moment after the parachute opened and you're literally just falling to earth and it's it's so quiet it's almost loud, and it was so still and serene, that moment changed my life, and if I could if I could have that that stillness and that just beauty in that moment every day, I'd be a happy girl. Wouldn't that be amazing if you could like revisit mm -hmm. that just for one minute yep. every day. That is, I mean, I, was... I guess I could just go skydiving every day, but I don't know that I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe well, I have a pilot's license. There you go. I'll have somebody take over the controls and I'll just jump out of the plane. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> All right. So uh, everybody has been afforded the opportunity to answer both questions. Um, that's just kind of how it rolled. And uh, 
So I'm going to give you an opportunity to answer mine as well. Um, Thank you for choosing mine. It was a good backstory. <laughs> All right, so mine's a little bit different. All right, let's do it. Mine's a little bit different okay. and probably an easy answer for you, but I'll, I'll ask it. Uh, if you could, you know, you've been in movies and things. Uh, so if you could go back into any movie or TV role and be a character, who would you pick and why would that be? Can would be, this have to be a film that I actually was a part of or could this be anything in the history of television? Anything in the history of recorded performance. Oh, that's an easy one. I would be a part of the Golden Girls, hands down. <laughs> that is my favorite show of all time. I have probably seen every episode at least 300 times. No joke. Um, it is my happy place, and my goodness, to have been uh, even just a guest star on that show, that, that what, wow, what a moment that must have been. So, yeah, I, I would pick the Golden Girls, hands down. So would you would you want to be a guest star, or would you want to be one of the characters? I think a guest star, I don't think that there is another person that has lived or is living now that could have ever done a better job than those four ladies did individually on their own characters. So I would probably just love to have been a guest star and witness their greatness in person. Aww. Hmm. So, do you have yeah. a favorite? Do you have a favorite character on the show? I mean, like one over another. You know, I, I don't. Um, I think they were all just so brilliant. I mean, they were all so just wonderful and yeah, and just their talent just is unmatched. I I was lucky enough to meet Betty White in person um, a couple of times, wow. and the last time I I actually got to to see her, it was at a an animal charity event and I actually won an auction item that she signed so I that is one of my most cherished possessions and um, and and she probably you know she's probably my favorite just because of all the animal activism she did and and the fact that I actually got to meet her in person but they're all just legends and yeah. they always will be to me yeah Okay, well, you know, that's fair enough. Uh, some people wanted to be one of the actors or whatever, but, I mean, I, I can see your point yeah. on that. So, there, all right. Yeah. Well, this has been really great catching up and hearing all the exciting things. And, uh, you know, it's just always nice to reconnect, I think. I love it. Thank you guys so much for having me back. It's been fun, as always. And, uh, and I'm, I'm so glad you guys are doing well. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, anytime you want to come back and talk to us, you know, just let us know and uh, we'll we'll get you on. Once all this hurry up and wait is done, I promise you I will be back. <laughs> all right, yeah, we want to hear all about your next project and, uh, you know, and w see what else you're up to if you're, you know, taking pilot lessons and all that, that would be interesting to hear about. Sounds good. Will do. All right. All right. Keep taking care of the animals and um, thank you. Yeah. Yes. 
All right, Kristen. Thanks again. Will do. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Thank you guys too so much. You have a great weekend. You too. Take care. Hey, Rick Cosnet. Welcome back to Backstory Sessions. We're so happy to have you again. Thank you so much, Kat. And I have to apologize to both of you for really just being the worst over the last couple of weeks. And I so appreciate and respect your time and I feel awful that I was yeah, I've been really sick. But I'm 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 coming back out of it. Especially well, today. You know, you you're really not allowed to be sick on um recording day, but um if you have to be sick it's like a sign that you got better because that's not the way you were supposed to, you know, exit the world. So I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um but you know, well last time so this is all about catching up and I do distinctly remember the last time you were gonna think about you know, ways that you would like to die um, because we talked about your characters, the thing, you know, the way you say had died and you were going to give yeah. some thought to it. So, um, you know, in your moment of sickness, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, did you think about that? Yeah, I don't think I've become any wiser, actually. I think I'm just still, still a terrified little animal, <laughs> terrified <laughs> of dying. And... Um, no, but at the same time, to be honest, I have actually reflected a little bit. And you know what? I've done a lot, okay? <laughs> I've done the most um, in a lot of ways. Um, I mean, I always tell my sister, I forget, I forget half my life. People say, remember when you went here or you did this? And I'm like, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I totally forgot. Um, so <laughs> that's why I don't really smoke marijuana because I feel like I'm already... <laughs> I'm already like vague enough as it is, and then like you put that in the mix, and I'm just on another planet. Uh, it's kind of embarrassing. So <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, these days they've got all the right concoctions and stuff, but you know, maybe I should. You know, I've just been too terrified to foray <laughs> into that, that world. Anyway, tangent. Um, but yeah, maybe that would be a good way. Too much marijuana. Um, <laughs> because That's I, funny. You know, just yeah, go off like into the paranoid night. I'm um, thinking everyone hate, hated me, and I had a <laughs> um, in my life. So probably not that way. Anyway, you know, I've eliminated that. So. Close to right. to it. <laughs> but does I don't it really know matter? The number of ways I always there think like, die, but one of them's off the list. So, um... <laughs> yeah, one of them's off the list. And like, you know, you. I think you're really none the wiser. You know, um, once you go. So obviously, there's a different realm. Well, like not obviously, but <laughs> I think there's some kind of difference, <laughs> something. But it's not what we think because we don't have a brain anymore. And so it's more for the people left behind. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my... <Okay>. Wow. <laughs> You've definitely been I can tell. Uh, well, your character of Eddie, I think this is a good way to lead mm. into that. Uh, yeah. How Speaking in the wacky. world? <laughs> yeah. Um, say that again. 
He's read the last five years. Like, how in the world do you get to be Eddie again? Oh, yeah. I know, right? I mean, (laughs) um, you know, well, this last time, because it's aired, I can talk about it. I, um, you know, the Barry and and Iris's kids on The Flash, for those of of you who are are like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Um, They, the main characters, they have had children now um, because, you know, they've, really messed around with time in amazing ways and the children um have messed up the timeline and they keep they have keep having to go back into the past and back further and further like oh no wait wait wait, we've got to go back further oh my gosh we've got to go back further oh my gosh we've got to go all the way back to the beginning to before we actually shot the pilot so um you know i had to kind of quickly realized that I was playing me in 2013. Um, so like immediately just put the hamburger down. And just... <laughs> <laughs> I pushed the fries away. I was like, okay, wait a second. I've got like three weeks. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was kind of amazing. Um, they, you know, it was a trip because we were back actually before we shot the pilot you know doing i was playing eddie at that time um before just before he met iris too um when barry was in a coma and um all that cool stuff so it was really special it was very um heartfelt i cried when i read the script i thought it was so beautiful but yeah again you know time always in that show for me life really really mirroring the story when i come back it's like i am going back in time it's really strange so um, the fans, um, I, I've read some of the comments. Um, what's been your uh, feedback as to the fans' take on you coming back and Eddie coming back? Yeah, well, to be honest, I haven't really read that much because Ooh. I was kind of like, um, not scared, but like, um, I don't know, Um I need to be more active on social media, <laughs> but, um, you know, that's always the note. <laughs> I was very delighted by, you know, I don't think I saw any bad comments. So I was relieved, <laughs> relieved by that. Everyone was really happy. Everyone seems to really want me back in like a really big way. And so, I also guess like sometimes I feel bad because it's out of my control and but it's a fight. Like people seem to just love seeing me back, seeing me on screen, um, you know, seeing me doing my good old cop thing, my good old human, um, human Eddie thing. Um, but I think they're sort of itching. I can tell, you know, for me to finally become, have superpowers or finally become, you know, something um, other than, than, than you know the old eddie uh, because that would be fun but you know there's definitely stuff coming up that um is going to be is going to be different which is which is cool um and i know there's a lot of theories about you know the fact that eddie uh, was sucked into the wormhole when he died end of season one with this um you know locket around his neck and there's this one you know, arch enemy of Barry Allen's, um, Cobalt Blue, who, you know, comes through um, a pendant around his neck. Anyway, there's all sorts of 
theories and all sorts of things being kicked around. I wish I could say more, but um, I just like to tease people with that. <laughs> that one. <laughs> um, because, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, there's another season two coming, season nine. Um, and I'm in two more episodes of the season. So, yeah. Wow. So what does it feel like to know that, you know, that you've, you've played a part in creating this character, at least the way people see the, the physical character, uh, and that people are so, like, so happy to have that character back. I mean, that must make you feel pretty good. Yeah, it's really fantastic. And thank you for saying that. Um, I can't deny that, you know, you want your, you want uh, people, to, <laughs> Sally Field, you like me, you really, really like me after her second Oscar. So this is my, you know, I've come back so many times and I'm like, you really, really like me. Um, it's undeniable. Um, I truly was watching that the other day. This is the kind of thing I do watch. Um, pretty gay, but um, <laughs> you know, I just love like a Sally Field like Oscar speech circa 1983. Um, but where was I? <laughs> See, this is why I can't smoke weed. <laughs> um, completely um, lost. What you were watching the other day, and like it must have been something to do with like. Uh, appreciating that people like you. Or... Thank you. Bringing yeah. it back. Yeah. Bringing back to the question. <laughs> um, you know, it is fantastic that that I, I it's, honestly, it means a lot to me. It really does. Acting means so so much to me, and the story in particular on the Flash and this character means means the world to me. So I was so happy to come back, and I was so happy that other people, um, you know, were also just as as delighted like it's um it's a very special thing for me to be able to bring him to life and also see him after all this time still be there and still be relevant and still be part of the part of the gang i just want to be part of the group you know <laughs> <laughs> after such so, a tragic death yeah i mean how does it feel about um you know, like all, like a lot of the comments I saw were like, you know, he's pretty hot and um, he looks really good, <laughs> and you know, so so what's that like? Sex symbol. Um. Oh my God, Cat! I love you so much. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take this to my grave. Place uh -huh. to die. Last thought would be like, oh my God, like Cat said, I was a sex symbol. <laughs> And that's all I, I keep reminding myself of that if I'm paranoid on marijuana. <laughs> my dad. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Kat said you're a sex symbol. Right. Um, April yeah, I love that. 2022, I, I said that. Run with it. <laughs> that's right. Oh my God, hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it feels great. It feels great. I just, I really love working as an actor, whatever that means. Um, you know, I even loved it when people hated Dr. Wes Maxfield um, because I knew I'd kind of done my job as entertainment. You know, I love to play a character to the nth degree um, in all their ugliness and, and then wonderfulness as well with Eddie. Like it was like very refreshing to play someone nice <laughs> and able and someone 
basically who it's he's like the optimal version of me if i wasn't like gay and weird (laughs) (laughs) scrapping myself up yeah Well, you know, so those are some words to describe you, but <laughs> you're much more. You have more Thank you. Yes, there's, there are more. Those are, those are the two of them. <laughs> so what else has been going on? You said you had a busy year. Um, it's been, I don't, I'm not sure how long it's been actually since we last spoke with yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know. I remember the house I I was in so it must have been i think it was last year sometime or maybe the year yeah before. it was so, it was actually i'm looking at it right now it was may 10th i believe uh last, of last, last year. year yeah it would have been yeah. last year okay awesome yeah um so yeah i mean things have thank goodness things have opened up it's absolutely incredible like you know I think we all forget. Well, I can't speak for everyone, of course. I hate it when people do that. Um, But (laughs) for me, (laughs) you know, I can't believe that we're like, I am not appreciating how much we're out of the pandemic, like touch wood. I mean, no, you want to say that, but that we've come out in so many different ways. We've come out of it. Like we actually did get a vaccine. You know, there was like a day where we thought we're never going to get that, you know, the mask mandate in, you know, California is pretty much lifted. Like, you know, and it's kind of amazing, you know, the ICU beds and all that good stuff. So, um, and also for us actors, the work has opened up a little bit more. So that's been great for me. You know, I did a film in Idaho, um, middle of through last year, I think it was, and then was back on the flash again in October, um, a number of different little projects and, you know, and then it was just actually in January while I was filming two episodes that haven't aired of the flash it was the omicron variant that happened so i had like i couldn't see anyone because all my friends got that variant and Uh, everyone i knew got it mm. Um, but i was having to fly to vancouver back and forth um you know with a hundred thousand covid tests um so yeah i had a very very quiet um you know isolated time as well and then i did a film in new orleans in february Master Gardener with Joel Edgerton and Sigourney Weaver, which, um, sorry, I just picked those names up off the floor. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it was one of the best acting experiences I've ever had uh, with Joel Edgerton, who is an absolute class act and also, you know, Australian actor that I've always admired having gone to drama school in Australia. Um, so, um, you know, then my whole family came over and, um, you know, my brother-in-law surprised my younger sister by bringing my older sister and her kids over so it was like for for like a month three weeks some of those three weeks yet someone in for a month and I also moved house during that time and like had a million auditions and uh, we took them skiing we took them to Disneyland it was so it was it was welcomed chaos I must say it just kind of ramped up and up and up and then they all left and I was like in my place in boxes <laughs> just kind of like <laughs> collapsed and got sick and like <laughs> disappeared <laughs> under like a pile of phlegm basically um and i'm just coming out of that like i feel like a butterfly coming out of a little cocoon today <laughs> well on the Vaucluse daily you have that oh my gosh fun. yes that's my favorite favorite project 
um, The Vaucluse Daily, for those of you who don't know, on Instagram, at The Vaucluse Daily, uh, Jill and Sue, and um, they're going great guns. There's, there's a number of different things coming up for Jill and Sue in their very difficult, very wealthy lives. Um, lots of twists and turns. Um, and yeah, Jill's one of my favorite characters um, that I've ever played, I think. So um, yeah, lots more to come for that. Um, you know, Jill's going through the divorce. She's, <laughs> shit's about to get real. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's really very interesting. You know, I hope all the listeners will, uh, will at least uh, watch because I think they'll be sucked in um, if they if they do watch. Um, Thank you. Yeah, and um, you know we're going to turn it into a TV show at some stage. But at this stage, people are just loving the raw. Like it's you know it's fifty nine seconds, and you get it all in fifty nine seconds on Instagram in one little video. Hmm. Um, and it seems to be a nice little kind of morsel. Um, yeah. So what's the writing challenge um, for, you know, telling something in 59 seconds? Yeah, well, it kind of developed, um, you know, through the medium of, you know, because we have the, fi the, the filter, which is so genius, too. And we owe a lot of it to that, <laughs> I must say. I mean, it just looks like we have the right amount of plastic surgery and the hair is just kind of kind of a bit dry and, and, and gross but also glamorous um <laughs> and yeah the you know it, it, it it's it's a matter of having to kind of cut out all the you know the stuff that's not funny as well um so that's it's easier in that sense that you've only got so long to tell a joke um you know you've got to add a little twisted turns and it's really the contradiction of these women of these white women you know which is pretty easy to you know magnify let's be honest with white people's neuroses i think to me that's um the crux of 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 the show um but also just you know the human experience and um everyone can really relate to it um um and has seen this you know this kind of thing in their lives funnily enough no matter what where in the world they are um but yeah, the writing process is fun. Like, you know, it's it's really, a lot of it does mirror what's going on with us. You know, Adam who plays, Adam Dewana who plays Sue. Um, you know, and a lot of our characters, you know, we've got a lot of our characters in us. Um, you know, I, Jill's kind of timid, shy, conservative, and um, just a little bit repressed. And Adam's very, I mean, Sue is very... Um, absolutely outrageous and um <laughs> you know she'll say whatever comes to the mind and jill's always kind of flushed and embarrassed um but the yeah yeah so so it's like everything that i find that i find hilarious that i find funny contradictory all, all memories nostalgia like all those feelings music everything like just goes into 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 a jill and um, and I think people can really feel that somehow we are really good as humans at picking up authenticity, whether or not we felt it or not, where you can see, you can relate to it for some weird reason. Um, and it, 
taught me a lot about acting. It's like if you are authentic and if you connect to it, then someone else is going to be able to latch onto that. So um, if it, when it does become a TV show, um, you yes. won't have the filters. So then will you, will you be playing the same? Both of you still be the, um, the actors? Yeah, ex- we will. Um, so we've, we've, you know, um, floated a number of different options and, um, you know, we're going to do it in real life and actually, and then, and then appear on the Vaucluse Daily as, you know, as us done up as them um but then you know we realized that the technology part of it is is part of the fascination that people have and so we're trying to develop a way of actually filming it with the filters on and there's techno technology now where you can actually do that but we're, st- we're still on the kind of edge of it and sort of a sort of you know, so we're looking into all kind of different options because I think in a way that will be part of the um, edginess and, you know, newness of the show um, could actually be that part of it too. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Really interesting. (laughs) What do you think, Matt? Yeah, certainly certainly an interesting... uh... I think it would be really cool if you were able to get that all to work together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be. It would be so interesting um, because you still, like, it doesn't work unless you, you know, you actually do do all the work underneath the filter. Right. Darling, yeah. Just, yeah. just in case you thought I was turning it in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for me. Um no, it you know it it's the it's the the filter just really enhances you know, kind of like Nicole Kidman and her nose and mm. the hours. Um, you really get to find the character um, through the filter, and then um, you know I mean look that's a debate for another day but um, <laughs> it does bring up some interesting things and why not bring bring them up just do it tech you know get tech savvy guys <laughs> and you know get get the show on the road but that's you know on the road being the optimal word i think we really need to make some leaps and bounds uh, mm. this year with yeah. and Sue. yeah so i wanted uh, to ask you about the uh movie that you did with uh what is his name rodrigo um Belot. Yes. yes thank you uh so uh, I know that movie was either just coming out or it had come out and you were... That's right. Yeah. So yeah. how did people, you know, receive that? I mean, were, did you get a lot of really good feedback? I mean, I know you were really happy with the story and uh, the way that went. Yeah, absolutely. Um it really is a film that just kind of goes on and on and on and keeps having legs. So yeah, it's, it's out now. It's available on, I think most platforms, um, you know, um, on demand on streaming and everything too. Mm-hmm. And it did play in theaters and it, it's, um, you know, um, it's a really, uh, incredible, f- um, film. It was, it was really well received. And I think I was lucky to be a part of it with Rossi De Palma mm-hmm. I didn't know before. He's just like, icon in spain 
Um, cause I follow her now on Instagram and I'm like, Oh, we fit. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Uh, and, um, yeah, you know, it's just kind of a, spe- it's a special, I think, film in the way that it's the direct, it's the director, the writer and director Rodrigo. It's kind of his personal story mm-hmm. that he spent so long on and, and then developed this play in, you know, I think I was probably telling you guys last time in Bolivia, mm-hmm. um, that became this movement of people coming out, um, you know, and, and then the film has, has sort of since furthered that. And he won best um, best screenplay at um, Outfest, uh, which was a pretty big deal. Uh, and yeah, so it was it was good. It's um, you know, it's a it's it's a weird thing this this current climate, um, and us actors talking about our sexuality. I think that's so new. <laughs> and I years ago would have just like. Yeah, when I came to Hollywood, you know, a, a lot of people said to me, acting teachers and managers, and and it, they were just trying to, you know, get me to make it. And I guess maybe it worked too. Like it's not their fault, or you know, I don't blame myself either. But there was very much a thing of, in Hollywood of, of, you know, don't say anything. They don't right. need to know it's a mystery. It, it can be mysterious because you want people to believe you in all these different roles. And I get that too. Um, yeah. But here we are, and we're in a different time now, so we need to move forward, and I'm glad that I'm part of that. That's awesome. No, <laughs> uh, oh, hmm. that train of thought just left without me. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I was just careful there. <laughs> oh, no, it's contagious when I'm the only one left that has my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kat, what do you Sorry, got? I was brought up like <laughs> kind of weird sensitive topic. <laughs> I, mean, I, know, I would have also blanked out. <laughs> oh, well, yes. So um, we talked about celebrity crushes last time. And uh, has that changed or is um, Tony Collette still the one? <laughs> <laughs> I think she'll always be the one um uh-huh. for me but also like more in a fantasy because sometimes right. it's like don't don't meet your heroes and you know i'm sure she's incredible i don't know her i i, I haven't known her i hope we get to work together one day that's my my goal or, or for her you know my life's goal is for her to come up to me i've probably said this time <laughs> sometime at a party or backstage and say well done rick that was really great and then i can then i can die <laughs> now, see, that would be perfect um, right there. Yeah. That would be perfect <laughs> totally. But then, you know, I've I've almost met her three times, but I knew it wasn't the right time. And sometimes, sometimes it's better not to meet your heroes until you are ready. Um yeah, I mean there's something to be time. something to be said for just jumping in there, you know, both feet and saying, Hey, I'm Rick Cosnett. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we could be producing yeah. <laughs> Oscar-winning film by now. That's God right. <laughs> I used to say that with my first girlfriend. I remember when I was 13, um, Christine Seaman was her name. I know, ironic last name, but <laughs> I'm not lying. She, uh, she's actually really cool and amazing. Um, and <laughs> I would always like... I would always like go to like 
um i can't believe i'm divulging this i going to, i would always go to meet her at like the girls school and so there's like a boys sporting school in zimbabwe mm-hmm. the girls school is like three k's away and we were <laughs> to visit them on sundays between like two and five on the oval <laughs> and um i remember thinking like gosh oh my god i should have held i should have held christine's hand <laughs> I should have, I should have kissed Christine, like, you know what I mean? And then I would regret it the whole week, like, every waking moment, like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just didn't, like, ah. And then, and then I would make promises to myself. I was like, like, promise me, promise me you'll never, like, regret stuff ever again, and you'll just do stuff. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so I think, you know, it's helped me take risks more, but I need to keep remembering that. Thank you very much for reminding me. And then, <laughs> and then the next week you would go see her, and the same thing would happen. And exactly, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the cycle starts all over again. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like self hate beating myself up. Like, oh my god, damn it, Rick! Oh, that's a terrible story. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it gets worse, actually. That story. So, um. Yeah, well, she broke up with me with uh, 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 by writing a letter. Well, because we all we had was letters in those days. Mm. You know, I sound so old, but it was Zimbabwe wow. in the nineties. Um, you know, and the pay the, the seniors wouldn't you let you use the payphone that you were allowed to use once a week between for an hour, and <laughs> <laughs> so it was all letters. It was quite romantic, actually. It was, it was very Jane Austen back in those days. Um. <laughs> So, did she say why she broke up? Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) I I wanted to kind of skirt over that. So, here is what happened. I I received the letter in the library. And I remember, I still remember opening it. I remember exactly where I was. And it said, Dear Rick, I hope you don't think I'm a bitch for breaking up with you like this. (laughs) But... Um, I'm outgoing and something, something, and you're, well, dot, 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 different. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I know. I was so upset that I took all her letters. I kept all the letters. I took them home on my exit weekend. Every three weeks, we would go home. Um, I took them back to the farm and put them all in the boiler just watch them burn <laughs> <laughs> yep did that make you feel um, better not really um i sort of chased her around for years um when we were 16 we were in a nightclub um escape it was called in harari x escape um, it was the hot place in town mm. at the time, every three weeks, we would get out of boarding school and uh, <laughs> being drunk and like following around. Cause she was so cool. She used to date the older guys after we were like 13, you know, um, uh, chasing her. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't aware of this, but um, <laughs> she turned around and she was like, Rick, she was like, why are you just like following me around? Can <laughs> <laughs> you not? I, I love like, you, wow. man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, exactly. It was totally that moment. I, 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 like I always did. She was like the one person who really got 
one girl who really got to me, should we say. <laughs> <laughs> and then we actually went to university um, in Brisbane at the same time. Um, and we would be drunk at pubs and she'd be like, <laughs> she'd be like, oh, she'd go up to random strangers because we came really quite friendly. She was like, she'd like, oh my God. She's like, um, this is Rick. Do you know that I turned him gay? <laughs> um, and you know that he um, asked me out in a choir robe, and I came out of the choir, I came out of the chain music <laughs> room, and he just pounced on me in his choir robe. He was like, didn't even say hello. Or say, Will you go out with me? <laughs> and then there was a pause. I still remember. And then she was like, sure. And then there was like silence for like <laughs> a minute and a half. As we just like awkwardly nodded. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, for the listeners, would yes. it be better, in your um, opinion, to and your experience, um, to continue to chase after someone who you, you know, feel like is the one at that time, <laughs> um, or to have the regret of letting them? Oh go? my god. Okay, I say strike while the iron is hot. <laughs> would be my advice to my former self, honey. Like you should have got in there <laughs> early when it was like when she was into you. Jesus Christ. Um, you know, and and yeah, when when it's too late, it's too late. You got to let it go. Hmm. You got to let it all go. You gotta let it go, mostly just for yourself, for your dignity, for God's sake. <laughs> so, do, yeah. do you, does she? I mean, do you still keep in touch with her, or? Okay, well, I saw that she got married on Facebook a few years ago, and it was uh -huh. sort of a bit of a pang in the heart. Um, yeah. <laughs> we we write to each other every now and then on Facebook. You know, I mean, I haven't for years. Yeah. But, I, I honestly do think she's still like so cool <laughs> and she became very good friends with a lot of my friends after because I left when I was 16 and they had two more years of school together. Right. Um, so everyone became a lot closer because the girls, then you had a co-ed classes in those, those years and stuff. Um, right. And so, you know, she, everyone didn't call her Christine anymore. They have a nickname for her and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Hmm style on that um but yeah oh my god that's hilarious look at me getting all um... <laughs> remember the sex still in me somewhere yeah exactly yeah that's right that's right um very cool now and that was totally just the form of me <laughs> before i was a sex symbol <laughs> Um, like have you that. had someone that um, chased after you like that, do you feel like? Um, I did actually have someone kind of like that, yes, a few years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so what's it like to be on I that feel bad, like, um, you know. Uh, it's, to be honest, like, it probably feels a lot better <laughs> to be on that side <laughs> because you have no emotional... Like, you're just kind of confused, um, you know, whereas the other person's completely, like, so deep in it. Yeah. Um, and they do things that, of course, like, 
seem completely irrational to you, like me following Christina around escape, which seems completely normal to me. (laughs) I was so taken with feeling. Well, I'm feeling all this great stuff. I love being here, you know, in conversation with you. And she's going, what the, f-? like, can you just leave me the fuck alone? Like, what is wrong with you? You know, are you okay? You know, are you going to be all right? Um, which is exactly what I felt. Like, hmm. I was like, oh my God, are you going to be okay? Like, please be okay. Like, <laughs> like, um, and also a little bit, like, also quite, like, a little bit funny. Like, I can't deny that. Like, it's terrible to say. Um you have to laugh with your friends like about you know hopefully she laughed with her friends i'm sure she did about about the shit i did with those papa Savas twins they're all like they're like the cool crowd at school <laughs> wow yeah. there's so many lessons in there i just um oh know, well i'm to... so glad self-indulgent like nostalgia <laughs> trip for me that's funny well i think we're at that moment where you get to choose the question from matt or the question from cat hmm Okay, okay. I can't remember which one I did last time, but I my instinct is to choose the question from Matt. Oh, wow. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. All righty. Usually they pick Kat because, you know, she's... Uh, I, I don't know why, to be honest yeah, with I'm you. Feeling, you know. I'm feeling yes, risky. Yes, you know why? Because they say they have a connection with me. Oh, right. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So my question is, probably going to be pretty easy for you um so you've been on tv and in movies and stuff so i'm going to give you the opportunity to go back in time to any recorded film tv show whatever and either be a guest on a show or be a character on a show or in a movie or whatever um it doesn't mm. have to be one that you actually were in. Uh, just anything at all. Who would you like to be, and what would be the significance of that for you? Oof! I love this question because there's <laughs> so many millions of answers. I'm very greedy mm. when it comes to acting roles in my career. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Well, one of them would be Succession. Um, I would love to have been cast as a regular on Succession. I don't know where I would have fit in. I don't. I'm not saying I would have. Right. Um, but because it's my favorite show um, at the moment, and because it's got like more seasons to go, and I like being on something that I like to have upcoming work right, as an actor right. because it really right. <laughs> puts me at ease and stops me just like stressing <laughs> out. Uh, it pays. <laughs> and enjoying my life. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> It would be that, and then another one would probably be like the original cast of Angels in America on Broadway. Oh wow, interesting! You know, just for the for the love, uh, for the esteem, mm-hmm. and for the pinnacle of like acting, you know, nerdiness. Sure. Yeah, the whole Broadway thing. Yes, oh, it's always been a dream of mine. 
mm. and still continues to be. Yeah. So cool. I'm getting close. All right. Well, everybody always, you know, everybody's always curious what Kat's questions are. So we're going to give her a chance to Great. ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Curiosity. <laughs> Uh, well, I had two cat. questions, and I oft, I usually say, would you like question one or two? So, okay, two. I think that's a good choice for you because um, right. I'm afraid to ask one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you have to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so question two, which has been the popular question. Um, if you could go back to one minute of your life and you would relive that minute every day for the rest of your life. Mm. So like nine o'clock or whatever <laughs> point in time you get to go back to that one minute. Um, yeah. What would you choose? I would probably choose um, an average day at Sandy Taylor's nursery school <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> Best years of my fucking life, honey. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I know I still remember everyone's names from nursery school. Everyone, anyone born in 1983, I feel a kindred spirit suddenly <laughs> towards them. We had this amazing Montessori school on one of the neighboring farms that Sandy Taylor ran, and it was magic. I was mostly in the dressing up um, corner, at, you know, which was massive, and at the um did i tell this story last time i'm having like a weird deja vu i don't think you did um i and then i um probably because i'm reliving it right now <laughs> i'm i'm like <laughs> and and also at like the powder set we had like, this like makeup like a dressing table what do you guys call it here you call it something else um a dressing table is like a um like a mirror with like yeah yeah you know like a vanity. Or... Vanity. That's what yeah. you call it. Vanity. So I had like a vanity there with like aqueous cream and powder. <laughs> and I would sit there like, you know, like we were like, literally, I mean, there was three, three, like four, three, four, five, three, four, and five. And, and you're like powdering. <laughs> These little kids powdering <laughs> each other, putting cream on. And, uh, you know, there were so many things to do. There was like all these incredible things to play with. And I think I was just such a like, you know, little magical child, um, with my imagination and everything. Um, but yeah, I would definitely go back into a day, um, at Sandy Taylor's for sure. And that, I mean, that could be really interesting. Like every day from the stressful world of being an adult, you get to go back to <sighs> imagine magical yep. time for one minute. That, that would be pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. Having like everything set out for you, having the play time designated, but like the, the work time was also play time. Cause that's what Montessori is like, you know, geared towards. Right. Yeah. I don't know what it was about Sandy school, but my God, I was a fan. Hmm. All right, Kat. Now you get to ask the other one. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, based on the things you've told us, that's why I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> what is the craziest thing you've ever done in the name of love? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, honey. I love that you were afraid. 
I mean, but I want to know the truth. You, I know, I know. You couldn't be more spot on to be afraid <laughs> with me. Oh my god, the craziest thing I've done—probably <laughs> um, calling my ex, like my first love, who ended up breaking up with me. Um, or, you know, it was kind of my fault. I wouldn't cheat on him or anything, but like at the beginning, I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah broke up with him for 24 hours after three weeks and then after a year and a half he broke up with me and I was the mess <laughs> and it was like the regret again you know like I messed it up um but I do remember calling him like maybe like 22 times in a row um, once. <laughs> um and I knew that like our mutual fam like my like our old family friend um they became friends and I knew that like the fa my family friend um, Ali was with him. <laughs> I knew that they were together, and I was like, "This makes no sense to me." I know that Ali's there. I know that, like, you know, he would have seen, you know, that these calls are coming through. I'm just, it's, <laughs> it's just not something's not quite making sense. <laughs> let me like, call again. <laughs> yeah, let me just call. Yeah. one more fucking time like seriously like 20 times in a row like i was that on like emotionally like on the edge i I'd lost it i lost it with him like i couldn't eat for three weeks uh. i cried every day for three months on the phone <laughs> i thought i'd never get over it and now whenever i go like back to like brisbane or think of him i'm just so like happy that i don't feel <laughs> i don't feel anything anymore i'm like yes it went away <laughs> It actually went away because everyone was like time will heal you know at the time and you're like Fuck you. <laughs> how right. dare you i have no understand this will never end and then right, yeah. it actually does and that is the only thing that works is time and it takes it all away and it's wonderful <laughs> and now i'm just like you know a one-man island and my heart's clamped up forever but um... <laughs> never again <laughs> yeah no it happened a few times after that like, I was in love probably twice after that well you, do you want to find love again like that kind of love where you feel that... <laughs> not that, that crazy, crazy you know that like the first cut is the deepest <laughs> like that like it's so fucking true yes. isn't it like Cheryl really Crow says. I mean, she she's been right about so many things. Um, you know, every day is a winding road. Um, and I, I think <laughs> for a lot in my daily <laughs> life, because I also, yeah, um, Santa Monica Boulevard. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm always like Cheryl. <laughs> you just, you know, she really is a, an artist. Wasn't, um, wasn't that Rod Stewart who did it first? Which did what? The first, the first uh, cut is the deepest. Oh, was it? Okay, you see, I I, 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 I'm not that cool oh, as you've established okay. on this Sorry. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't be Cheryl the authority on that. All right, well, okay. <laughs> Cheryl Crow did it, <laughs> and now I'm back to not knowing where the fuck I am. Um, <laughs> Crazy love. Uh... Yes. Um, I do. I do. Again. I. I. You, you know. I don't want to feel that hurt again but you know i realize that you have to be willing to feel the hurt to feel the good stuff too and i i do want to be in love i do want to find 
you know, I don't know how viable it is these days, but I do want to find, you know, some kind of a life partner for sure. And, um, you know, I do want all that. And I, I realized like you have to be kind of vulnerable, but I was also, I'm all, these days I'm like, I think I need to, you know, try more things out or be more open to something not being perfect. But whenever I've, whenever I've met someone before, like I've kind of been, I've just been super into it and, you know, it just kind of, you know, it just took its natural course. And I, I think there's just nothing else you could really do at the end mm. of the day. Like it's kind of just, I don't know. I, look, I have no idea, but my answer is yes. I'm, I'm forever <laughs> hopeful. I'm forever the like the optimist. I'm forever the um, idealist. That's me. All right. What is your zodiac sign? I just have to know that. <laughs> sure, it's it's Aries. Ah, uh-huh. well. Yeah. So you had a birthday. Um, for well, Wednesday. actually, coming up. Yeah, coming up. Yeah. Um, next well. week. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Well, happy birthday to you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate any, that. Any big plans? Um. I'm going to New York City. Nice. Yes. Nice. I'm going to New York for my birthday, and a lot of my friends in New York have their birthdays around the same time. So, um, yeah, I haven't been for years. I can't wait. I really can't wait. Yeah, I have to get get up there soon, too. I was talking about going in a couple of weeks. Uh, I have family up there and, you know, friends and oh, stuff. That's great. Yeah. yeah, it really is a magical, magical <clears throat> place, Yeah, Manhattan. Anyway. Especially when you just go in and out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, I lived there for a while. I was like, it's very hot. It's very cold. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like anywhere. It's like anywhere is like that. Like, you know, if you live there long enough, you're like, oh, my God, this is, bo-. you know, I'm bored of yeah. this place. Well, I'll let me speak for myself again. Not um, <laughs> and then <laughs> if I double in and out of a place, I'm like, oh, my God, it's gorgeous. I love it. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Miss it. Right. Is it forever? Oh, I have to go back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you get there, it's like, all right, well. Yeah, yeah just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, that's what why you need to find that life partner because it's that's the part that um, doesn't change. So, like, no matter where you are, you can still be happy. I love that. Right. I love that. Yes, absolutely. And you can just, yeah, it can, everywhere can be special and cool and um yeah i need to slap myself into <laughs> like what's wrong with me come on maybe um, in new york on your birthday <laughs> i'm making a prediction oh, good. I, yeah <laughs> i was like i'm going to new york and i'm not gonna meet anyone because i'm secretly hoping that by saying that I <laughs> reverse psychology at work <laughs> you know they say when you're not looking it's yeah. really irritating reverse <laughs> is irritating uh, all right so any other projects coming up that you want to talk about before we let you go um just you know master gardener i'm excited about um yeah. you know we'll see where it goes but i I'll let us say anything, but it's going to, I think, go far. And it's been very, you know, I've got a small part in it, but to be honest, it was just very artistically rewarding and very inspiring for me personally. 
um, and the story and the script. It's about race. Um, it's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful script. Paul Schrader is an amazing director and writer. And I was just so lucky to work with, you know, an Oscar nominated director who I really, really love his films, you know, like Raging Bull and Taxi Driver. Right. Um, so that was a bit of an artistic high for me and I'm hoping it continues into bigger things. Um, and yeah, I'm excited about the flash. Um, I've got two more episodes coming out this season, hopefully more next season. Um, and Jill and Sue and a number of other, you know, things in the pipeline. So awesome. Yeah. I'm well, excited. Well, we hope you'll come back and, uh, talk to us about, uh, you know, things as they come out again of course uh, always right. always now you guys have too much dirt on me <laughs> <laughs> yes whatever we... it takes <laughs> 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 like i said what <laughs> did i see go that on verify <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to let you go. Um, but thank you so much for being on. I know Kat was really looking forward to this episode, as was I. Uh, oh, thank you, guys. You know. Honestly, it's an absolute pleasure. Anytime, please. And this time, I will be there. I will be on time. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. So, all good. All good. So, All right. And on that note, we will end this podcast. And uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Take care. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can send those to cat at iwriteplays at outlook.com or you can write to me at backstorysessions at gmail.com or matt at level11ventures.com. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.